Welcome to the Claire's Angels podcast, where you can join Fallon and Rosie in conversations about navigating life through using intuition, being an empath, and so much more. So before today's episode, do me a favor and exhale that breath you didn't even know you were holding. Now, take a deep breath in and settle in for today's episode. I think it's actually perfect that you just moved into your new office space for what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, I totally agree. It's been so, talking with Rosie right before this, it's been interesting this past couple of weeks of moving my house and my office. Um, I was like, everything got shook up and it was very interesting to see how the energy shifted for me, mm-hmm. like how it literally stirred up like things that I thought I had dealt with and different like emotional things. And um, it just, yeah, it was, it was surprising. I was not expecting that at all. Yeah. So it kind of made me think about how we can unintentionally stir up things and not realize it and then also we can do that intentionally where we are cleaning something or moving things around to change up the energy of the space and then also like just the idea of when you do move it like how the energy flows in a space and that kind of goes into like feng shui and all of that but I just thought it was so fascinating that that actually happened in my own life without even (laughs) doing it. It was just like something where it was like, we had to move back into our house and I had no choice but to move offices, but it was very interesting. Or was it by by chance? Yeah, I don't think it was by chance. I think it was like the universe being like, you have these things you you need to deal with. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I feel like there's always, there's always amongst friends, family, like you can go on to like the, the micro to the macro, but there's always a certain theme and it is dictated by, um, you know, uh, the influence of, of planets and seasons and all these things. But I really feel like right now there's this looking forward to spring I just convinced my son to swap rooms (laughs) so I also tore up the whole house by moving you know his whole everything downstairs and then me into his bigger room um because I wanted to have a little bit more of an office space inside, but that's private that I can close the door. Not that I'm just going to work in here all the time, but like for, for this, for instance, like this recording that I can at least have that boundary and say the door is closed downstairs. Of course there was um, a door, but it's right next to the kitchen. So it's kind of hard to say like, don't eat. (laughs) Yeah. I'm in session yeah but of course it's all it never fails that that's when somebody wants to make a smoothie and you know and yeah. the washing machine all needs day. to be run uh, you had all day but you chose this time so but I know that I'm 
I'm the like the son of the house, you know, that that solar energy. So that's just kind of something that that happens anyway. Um, I have to like really put strong boundaries and say these this is what I need. Like not only is it that I need you to not make loud noises, but like, you know, go take a walk or something. And I know it's not, it's hard, isn't it? It's hard, like, trying to work from home and trying to do it within the the period of time that that feels like, okay, this is when kids are at school or this is when, you know, people are away. And then, I don't know, then I sometimes, or I did before, would feel guilty, like, well, I shouldn't ask them to be quiet in the house. But it's like, but I don't ask for much. And I give them plenty of time of when I'm going to be in a session or an interview or something. And I don't, I think if it were the uh, the other way around, I would honor it. I would make it a point to, to take a walk or to take the kids out or whatever. So but those are just kind of things that I'm like sitting with right now too, is like uh, not feeling guilty for asking for, my time and it being honored. Yeah, I feel like I could definitely use some of that. I mean, I, that has been a challenge for me with like growing my business and working full time at an office away from my home. And then, you know, you go to work, you come home, do the kid thing where you're doing homework and all the things. And then it's like, okay, now I finally have time for me. But I've noticed like it's a big balancing act of, well, I have time for me, but I also, that's the only time me and my husband actually get a chance to talk Mm. without the kids being in the room. So it's like, it's this big balance of like me versus our relationship and having to really honor that balance. And sometimes like, especially when I get so focused on a project, Mm -hmm. like, I will be like all in. Yeah. Like that's all I all I do, all I think, all I sleep on, like everything. And so I feel really bad sometimes because it's like I will just be so focused on that that I forget that it's like, wait, I need to tend to our relationship too. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like having that balance and also, you know, navigating that with being an empath and feeling into when our relationship needs that attention but also getting out of my own way to even recognize that that feeling is coming through and that you know you're because you're so focused on things that you just kind of forget yeah at least for me like it I I know and I I I mean I think we've all heard this advice but it really is important to put it on the calendar like date night can be the kids are in bed and we're gonna cuddle and watch a a rom-com or whatever you know on the sofa and that's our time and nothing gets booked at that time and that's just for us you know and um even if that can only be like once a month but that that time is sacred because i you know look back at when you were you were dating or courting and like that was the obsessive project wasn't it (laughs) it was absolutely it was like my storm. Yeah. I was like, 
whoosh, like, hello, he's in my life. Okay. And it, it, it's, yeah. it's good to have the reminders of any relationship, of work relationship. Like what, what was it like my first day or even going on the interview when you're like, I need, I want this job, you know, it's easy to have complacency. I mean, you know, and, and relationships, man, they, especially the one that's the most intimate to you. I think, you know, if you have a partner that you call your lover, then that's going to look like all kinds of different things to different people in different times. And to be able to like really step into that and say, well, this is what it looks like for us. And even if you thought it was going to go into one direction, that it's okay. Like it's, it's yours and that person's as long as there's an agreement and it's for everyone's benefit, then that's what it looks like. And it's, you don't have to advertise that, you know, it doesn't have to be something that's, I don't know. I think like you find friends that will listen with open heart, but without judgment because it's, it can be really complicated, you know, (laughs) and people have their opinion because it's, they want the best for you, but they don't, if if it's just inserted as what well, I thought you said, then I think that could that that can be that can be hard in itself, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, my personal story, and you know, we're we're going definitely through uh, evolution, my husband and I, and um, but we've been married for. Uh, almost 26 years. So I've been, we've been married longer than we were single, like more than half our lives. We were in marriage with family and kids. We got married really young, started boom right away. And it's natural to have like, especially I think this halfway point, like, okay, what are we doing? What does this look like? Is this moving forward together? just co-parenting you know what does this look like and that's just that's something that that's another invitation to me is the winter that we're in that that's really the winter we're in and that spring it's it's like so um perfect that today's chinese new year happy new year everyone happy happy year of the water tiger (laughs) um but there were, you know, other things have come up, you know, if it's the first day of spring, it's, uh, if you, if you practice different kinds of ceremonies, you know, um, uh, that, that this time is celebrated. Um, it's, it's something that I think we can feel better about dictating this part of the season to kind of reflect on your life, your business, where you're going, where you're heading so that they can be in balance and you can use like the energy of the universe to help you rather than it like fighting against it. And if it is to light up that fire again with your partner or family member or anybody who's close to you, 
then that is also with Valentine's coming up, the invitation to to be heart centered. I think it doesn't have to be romantic, but just get back to like, how does it feel like in school when you got the Valentine's cards, you know? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was all about the candy, but come on, that felt good. Yeah, it definitely did. It's kind of funny today. That's what I was buying for my kids was all their Valentine's Day treats. So, cute. <laughs> so yeah. But yeah, I really, I love the idea of this. And again, it's like, we're kind of in this transition, right? I mean, we're in that in-between space where it's still winter, but we start to have the idea of spring coming through. Mm-hmm. So it's like the thaw of the winter. Yeah. And you have, and it's like this, and I think that is what I've been struggling with the most is actually being in this waiting period of the fall of like, you can't rush it. Like you are in it and you have to go through it in order to get to spring. Exactly. And so it's this like learning to be patient and going within to, and it kind of coincides really with like kind of what I've been going through where. I had this big upheaval of like all of my personal stuff, like my inside, mm-hmm. like my, my home, my work, you know, like all these things that are so personal to me. Like it was this big upheaval and this big change. And like I was doing a lot of um, internal work, even though I didn't even realize I was doing it, you know. Um, and then now I'm in this like, okay, I'm in my house. Okay. I'm in my new office and I am waiting for everything to kind of take off, mm. you know, and I'm in this, like, just the thaw, I think is like the best way to describe it. But going into the new year and springtime coming up, like it's the time of new beginnings. Mm. It is the springtime energy where you can begin to actually start preparing for that. And some of the ways that you can do that is actually through feng shui because there's actually an area in your home that's related to the new beginnings area. And if you are, so it's kind of hard to describe on a podcast, but I'm going to do my best. (laughs) Um, If you stand at your front door and you imagine that there is a big... um, I guess a rectangle or square that is surrounding your entire house. And you're going to look towards the left center. And that area of your home is called the new beginnings area. Um, And this area is where if you are wanting to really cultivate that springtime energy and to really start to prepare for the upcoming spring, because you know, I always find in spring things start happening so fast and like the pace of life picks up and things like, you know, if you have kids, like kids sports stuff picks up. If it's just work, like usually that's kind of when people finally wake up from the winter mm-hmm. mindset and they're like, let's go, go, go and do, do, do. Right. And that's kind of like that energy of just rushing fast. And it's very it can be very uh, startling to go from that winter mindset where you're like in hibernation and doing all of the inner work and everything. And all of a sudden it's like you're exposed to 
this rushing energy. So it can be, especially for people who are empaths, where you're trying to navigate this world where everyone was chill, mellow, and like not really bothering you. And then all of a sudden, like everybody's in your face, you know, it's like, what is happening, you know? So some of the ways you can do that is actually through using uh, color and as well as uh, that as color is in like that area is actually associated with the color green. Um, so the way that it was taught to us was um, that area is going to be a like springtime energy. So you think about a growing blade of grass. It grows super quick, but it's very flexible and bendy. And it like imagine the wind blowing through a field of grass and how it sways back and forth and you have this movement happening and so it's like you have movement from side to side but you also have this upward growing uh, movement as well and it's really fast paced like almost like um, a stalk of bamboo like growing super fast Um, and so you can harness some of that energy and activate that like if you are looking to start a new something new in your life like whether that be a new relationship or to cultivate a relationship you already have um, and just approach it with a new heart it is a way that you can do that is use the color green in that area of your home and um, you can do that with artwork you can do that with maybe just a green rug on the floor. Um, you can place a green plant there, uh, like a bamboo plant, or you can pick some kind of plant that has like a, a column-like structure, like maybe some kind of indoor tree or um, I would say snake plant, but that one is, I'd be kind of hesitant to use that one there only because I find the snake plant is the energy of that plant is more of a like protection energy and this like dispersive type energy because that's one that I will use for like if I'm like, for example, when I'm sitting in my office and I want to have negative energy like not enter my space or if it does to disperse around me and not actually come at me. I'll place that in between me and the door, uh, that plant specifically. But, um, and you'll use, you can use that one in other ways in feng shui too. But that one I would not use, even though it does have that like column type energy to it. Um, But I would stick more with maybe like a fern. That one I think would be really pretty. Um, And, So as far as like, let's say you don't have a window in that area, but you'd really like to use a plant, it's better to use the ones that are real, but you can use fake ones as long as it looks real. Like don't buy the really super like cheap $2, like (laughs) Ivy looking, maybe might be (laughs) Ivy, I don't know. (laughs) But um, because you want to, if you are placing whatever it is with the intention of cultivating that springtime energy and really embodying new beginnings, 
then you want it to be something that you've invested your energy into. Mm -hmm. Um, Not saying, and it's like, it could be whatever that means to you. Like for someone who may not want to spend a whole lot of money on it or doesn't have that money to spend, then whatever amount that you're able to spend to get something, it's just as um, powerful as someone who is able to get the super expensive whatever so it and that's what's great about feng shui it's all about your intention it's not about your uh, wealth or your ability to go purchase whatever it is um it is better sometimes to if you're really wanting to embody the springtime energy and get into that i would suggest it being something new uh, only because that it's like you go and you purchase that with the intention, like it's bringing it, it really brings it to the next level as far as for manifesting like what you want um, to happen. And so, yeah, whatever you purchase, just make sure you do it with that intention. And yeah, it's so much fun. I want to, I'm so excited to see like what people choose and uh, how they incorporate that. And then uh, like what happens, like usually it's like, a couple months down the road when things really start to take off because of something you did in feng shui. So I'm so interested to see what everybody ends up with. Yeah. And uh, you're right. It is about the intention behind it. If you hold up, um, you know, take a plant that maybe you already have or one that isn't thriving somewhere and move that around and put that in a new space or a painting of, of one or a picture of one that, but just like giving it that energy and bringing it to life and saying, you know, um, this is going to represent my, you know, what I'm intending to happen here. And that's done in all kinds of different practices. But um, I think with feng shui, it's a, it's a great, it's old, <laughs> It's based on, you know, I Ching. It's been done for thousands of years. Um, and I think it's a, it's a, it's a really easy attainable thing to, to use and to do because it, it, the foundation is your environment. And we're all about that. Like you, your environment really dictates. It, it it either mirrors your energy, so if there's clutter and things like that, rather than feeling bad about it, just take a breath and one thing at a time. Usually that will mean that there's you're overwhelmed in all kinds of different areas. So just kind of standing in the middle of your home, if you can, or in the middle of your room, and just look around and is this how I want to feel? when I come home or when I'm, you know, start with the room, bedroom is the best place to, to do it if you're able to, or if you have an office, like if you follow uh, Fallon on Instagram, she has daily uh, advice and tips and, and things that you can print out and screenshot and have for your office space and, and as small area as the desk. And it's really meaningful because we are there all the time if you work at a desk or 
obviously your bed and start where you want that to be the place that you make that exchange. Start small in your car, you know, start somewhere that is, it's, you want to start that relationship of invoking that energy with, this is how I want to be. And this is the best time when we're revving up into spring um, to have these seeds that are being nourished in this dark soil of our life to really make sure that they're going to sprout. So it is perfect that it's going to take a little bit of time. Sometimes we acknowledge it right away, especially if you cleaned an area or rearranged or moved. Of course, that's going to, you're going to feel the effect right away. But let it settle too. Don't, I, I like to do that. If I paint a room, that's like one of my favorite things to do is use co- color and paint. It just transforms any space. And you can't, you know, if it's wrong or you don't like it, it's, it, you can change it. And I, I, I shouldn't say maybe it's not like, it's not simple, like, or it's not easy maybe because you actually have to move furniture or whatever, but it is a simple thing to do. Like it's not the end of the world. It's not going to be something that's this huge thing, right? Um, relatively to remodeling a house. Yeah. Well, that reminds me of when we were going through the remodeling process of our house that, uh, so I had this idea and Rosie actually saw it on FaceTime of painting. So my kitchen is in the new beginnings area of my home. And so I really wanted to cultivate the, and incorporate feng shui into the redesign. And so what I decided was that I was going to paint. So my cabinets were this like really dark wood color. And so it really, um, it made the space small. And it also um, did not work with the feng shui of that area because it was just so dark and it didn't embody that springtime type feeling. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to paint all the cabinets white. And then the island, I'm going to paint green. Um and so I did that and it turned out to be this like pistachio color green. And I was like, oh no, like this is so like not going to work. Um, like it literally looks like one of those really like the retro antique looking type stove or refrigerator oh, yeah. that's like an avocado pistachio green, um, which is beautiful, like in certain settings. But like in this particular, I'm like, no, this is so not going to go. Um, I really wanted this like beautiful darker color mm-hmm. like earthy green yeah. but that is so not what happened um but and I was kind of upset about it and I was like all right well whatever just paint it all white so it's like all white now and it looks beautiful and it's exactly what it's supposed to have ended up mm-hmm. and it dawned on me I'm like oh, I did paint it green. it's still green like the green never went away right. it's still there. exactly so it's like it all happened for a reason because it's like all of these layers are built into my home now of all this feng shui and all this energy work that I've been doing. And even though visibly to the eye, you don't see it. You know it. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. That didn't go away. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It it just reminded me when you were talking about painting and like all that. So it's like, even though, and it could just be like, maybe you are in the process of painting your walls or a piece of furniture that you're going to place in a certain area. Like you could just as simply like 
paint a color that is corresponding to that area of the bagua mm -hmm. um, on this piece of furniture. And it can be like a dot of it. But if you intentionally place that dot of paint or whatever it is mm -hmm. and really like embody whatever it is you're trying to enhance and then you go and paint over it and no one ever knows it's there. I love that. Um, you can use that as a way of use, you know, using feng shui. But I also want to bring up something that our teachers taught us is that why do you want it to be hidden? And really make sure that that is addressed because sometimes when we are having resistance to putting, like maybe, you know, you heard us talk about putting all these different things in your home in the new beginnings area, but you had a lot of resistance to the ideas that we were giving you like, well, I can never grow plants because I, they, I kill them. Like I'm just a horrible plant mom. And then, or you um, don't like to put up artwork or, you know, all these things. And like, if something came up for you while we were suggesting it, like maybe look at why that came up and why you had that resistance, because often those are places that we can really go into and dig deeper as to why mm -hmm. that's happening. And that's really where you have your most blocks and where you can get the most out of trying to unblock. Them. Yeah. And there's no wrong answer. And it might be that you, your partner is not on board. Like maybe that color of paint was just not it, but, and that's okay. Like that might be fine. Maybe it's putting a nice lining in the drawers of, you know, is that okay? But that's a good point. Is there a communication block there? Is it something that it's only one person's version of what your home should look like? Is it that there may be something that you introduce and then it's like, we're going to go shop for a plant. Which one do you like? So you both win, you know? Uh, so that is really a good point is why and what is it there? And maybe it's just you don't like green, you know, <laughs> and that's okay yeah. too. You yeah. know, there, there's, you can do more, you know, there's other, there's so many other things. This is just like such a, a small tidbit and piece of it. Um, but just, it, it feels so good to be able to take control of your environment, especially when it feels like you can't, if you're renting and maybe you can't paint the colors, um, you know, and, and you want to just hang something up. So you can put those vinyl stick uh, wallpaper up, or uh, like I said, a print or a picture, um, the, an area rug. There's, there's, be creative. The best part is that this sparks your creativity to think, oh, that's a good idea. I'm going to do this. But don't get stuck on, oh, is this wrong? Is this right? I Now I need to research this. This isn't what they said. It's supposed to be this color, you know, because there are also different lineages and different feng shui, you know, practices. And feng shui, like many other things that came to the West, have been infused by Western um, culture and teachings. And since this was created so long ago, there were things that weren't even around yet, like 
restrooms and plumbing and things like that. So as this evolves and adapts, it takes on the energy of modern times. But if we can kind of look at what is the meaning and what is the reason and then step into that, then there is no wrong. If it makes sense for you and it's helping you to have a relationship with the place that you come home to and that you should feel that it's your place to rest, rejuvenate your sanctuary, then find a little corner that you can do that. If it's your bathroom, if it is just if you're renting and you have a bunch of roommates and it is your little corner, if you're in a dorm, you know, there is a way you can do that. And there's another way, which we talked about before, which is wearing that color, inviting that in. Go look for, go to a, a, a flea market or go on Etsy to handmade earrings, uh, bracelet, something, you know, make it yourself. Go back to doing those fun crafts of the, those, what were they, the lanyards, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> where you braid the lanyards with different and maybe get a keychain to have that invite the kids to make something teach them that we are earth so we're dictated by the seasons and that this is the time and if it if it's introducing springtime for the the bunnies or if it's if if it's a religious setting then invite them back into getting excited about the changing season and what's to come. I love the idea of getting the kids involved and everything. Like, because they're, I don't know, they just bring such a youthful energy to the situation, which I think is perfect for this time of year. It is. Multiply. Go multiply yes. your your efforts. Abundance. Yes. Yeah, maybe we can talk about abundance next time because that one is a really good one too. Like yeah, and that does come into the spring energy, I think. I mean, all it, it's all year, but there are seasons of starting new projects, new work, new job, new relationship. And just remember that everything's seasonal and that doesn't mean it needs to be in, in, a, in like quitting your job or you know, finding an, uh, another partner. This is about where you're at, what feels right, but creating that energy within the ones that you are deciding still align with you. Because really the power is in you to, to, to change the way you um, react to something or the relationship you have. You can never change anybody else but you can change the way you approach things. And if you are deciding this is now how I'm going to be at work at with this project, you know, this new fresh energy, I'm going to look at it with different eyes. Then that's the beauty of all this is that it doesn't have to be so abrupt. It does happen. And sometimes that is what is meant to be. But that's what I think when they say be grateful for what you have is not just say, okay, yes, I shouldn't complain. It really is finding something that is good about it. Yeah. I like the, it's like you, 
I don't know. The words are escaping me, I think, at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Going back to previous episodes where we blanked out, I'm like, apparently that wasn't meant to be said. Okay, moving on. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) Well, I think that we can we can talk some more about abundance in the in um next week's episode um since i think this was a lot and we're kind of giving them a little assignment yeah exactly and if you're curious about um what the bagua map actually looks like it's uh you can just google like um btb feng shui bagua which is b a g u a and that will give you a really awesome like map of how you do that and um if you're interested i actually already have a video um which i can link in the show notes of um how to lay the bagua on your house mm-hmm. so yes yeah, and follow- forgot about yeah. That. yeah. <laughs> and uh what's your instagram handle yeah so it's um mindfully break free perfect and it's yeah. also that's on the show notes every week is the website. So if you forget, you can just click on uh, connect with Fell in there on the bottom and little link to her website. And then you can see all her social media places. Yeah. And then uh, how to lay it on your desk and all that stuff is on there, too. So um, you can definitely check that out and make sure you check out Rosie's website, too, because she's got some really awesome offerings on there and she's just awesome (laughs) thank you um we are creating a workshop about color and this is touching on some of the things that um that will be compared and contrasted because i know that it's not just like feng shui is just one piece and that there's a bunch of different things out there but i think the way we approach it is there's a good place to have a foundation and then let's compare and see what works for you. So um, because we both were trained by the same school, Feng Shui, we're basing it on that. Uh, So if you're kind of curious about that, but it definitely is still about awakening your, your, your empath abilities, your instinct, your intuition, your Claire's, in nomad in, in any area of what you choose and that it should always be find more they can that's our favorite thing right it's an and not an or yeah yeah and the workshop is going to be really cool because it'll dive into the feng shui and i think the way we will set it up is um having a start with the new beginnings area and um go through the Bagua and have that be the framework, but then expand on each one and kind of also uh, go into kind of the science behind, you know, why our body perceives color in a certain way and what that does to us physically and emotionally and all of that. So it'll be really, really fun. Yeah. So I'm so excited for that. And since it's going to be uh, for the spring, then we'll be revving that up early March. But you can always uh, join the wait list on clairefully.com, also in the show notes. And uh, you'll be the first to, to hear about and be able to register. So that is it for today. Yay. And I cannot wait to see what you guys do on your uh, 
new beginnings area for the spring. Yeah. So make sure you message us and let us know about yeah, it. Yeah, take a picture. Send it to us. Yes. We love it. <laughs> Absolutely. Bye. Bye. Hey, we hope you enjoyed today's episode as much as Felon and I enjoyed recording it and sharing our conversation with you. Hit subscribe and you can find out when the next episode arrives. But a better way to do that is subscribing to our newsletter. Details are below. That way we can send you when our latest offerings are. You can also help others find us by submitting a five-star review right here where you're listening and then we are more searchable details on how to reach out to felon and i individually are also below in the show notes until next time